spent his potential fortune on non-essentials from age 15 to age 45. Shouldn't we call that unacceptable? Shouldn't teenagers ask their parents, how come we're not rich? We live in a rich country. This is America. Aren't those good questions? Yes, yes, yes. Hey guys, welcome to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Mastering the Trade. My name's Joe Peters, and I believe life is a trade. Hey, it's whatever you want to trade for it. And what I'm trying to do is to get you to trade and break out of the paycheck to paycheck cycle that I see middle class and average folks in this country living in. And I don't think you have to stay there, but you're going to have to educate yourself because ain't nobody coming to your house to tell you how to do it. And that's probably why you're here. So today we're going to get into a couple different lessons and lectures that I've given. Uh, I, I did a talk here on formal education versus self-education and some of the basic ideas and philosophies. Talk a little bit about the five fundamentals of life. I hope you enjoy these talks. Hey, let me know. I don't know if you listened, man. All you lazy asses out there that just listen, never say anything, too damn busy to send a DM. You know, it's lazy, man. Nobody knows. It don't take much to click, click, bang, boom. Let somebody know what's up. Let me know you heard it. Let me know if it helps or fuck it. I won't do them. <laughs> How about that? Right? Who cares, right? There's plenty, there's thousands of other podcasts you can go listen to. Who cares if this one's going or not? I hope you do. If you do, let me know. God bless. And in the middle of my lecture, I had the audacity to say, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you what I think most messes with the mind. They said, what do you think most messes with the mind? I said, I think what most messes with the mind is simply doing less than you can. It sets up all kinds of psychic problems, doing less than you can. Guess when you really feel good about yourself? When you've done the best you can. So as I sit here thinking about education and my own education. Now, my wife has a master's degree and very educated and I played around with college because when I got out of the army, they gave me the army GI bill and a lot of pressure from parents. And, you know, you're 26, about to be 27. You need to go to college. You need to get a career and see one of the reasons I escaped, whatever you want to call it, to go to the army. See, going to the military is a lot like going to prison. <laughs> I don't know, depending on what prison you're at, it could be better or worse, but you know, and I'm deployed to Iraq, I deployed to Bosnia, You're talking about being shot at, being cold, being hungry, and leaving normal society for six and a half years. During this time, the woman that I, you know, married to now, she goes to college, gets a master's degree, all that good stuff. So formal education, see, formal education will make you a living. What I've tried to specialize in most of my life is self-education. And I believe that self-education can make you a fortune. And you can combine the two. I'm not saying one is you know, better than the other, except in this one context. Okay, and we're going to talk about that. Formal education is the standard structural systematic form of education. 
It is what you learn, you know, when you go to school or when you go to college or do a tech school. There's nothing wrong with formal education, and it actually does serve a purpose. But it is designed to get you a job or make you a living. It is designed to make you, it is not designed to make you financially free or mentally strong. It is designed to keep you part of the system, or as the young people like to say, the matrix. But there are limits to how far you can go with formal education. This is its drawback, man, is that you know when you get a job, if you're an HVAC tech, if you're a truck driver, if you're an accountant, if you're, you know, whatever, now, some careers are a little different, but most careers, there is a top. You can only make so much without starting your own business or opening your own shop. You're only going to make so much as a plumber working for a plumbing business until you own the plumbing business. Self-education knows no limits, and that's why it has the potential to make you a fortune, is you then become only limited by your own skill, your own imagination, your own vision and your own ability to get up, you know, leave the house, kill something and bring it home, man. Self-education can not only make you a fortune, it can also make you fulfilled because it gives you the choice to educate yourself on things that will enhance the quality of your life. So you're not being forced to study things you don't want to study. Now, having said that, there are times where I have learned things or had to study things that I didn't want to at the time that when I look back on, uh, 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 you know, I, I got great benefit out of it. I'm glad I did it. So, you know, be careful there. But think of all of the greatest entrepreneurs of today and in history. They are all self-educated people. Doesn't mean they didn't go out and learn a skill. You know, they didn't become uh, an HVAC person or learn how to do this or learn how to do that. They had the, and those skills became bases, but it's what they taught themselves. Okay. You know, it's what you teach, you know, so not every, they can't teach you every, it's what you're going to force yourself to learn about time management. That's going to let you manage time. You know, we all have the same 24 hours in a day. And so, and time, you know, time's one of the big five fundamentals of life. And this is mostly made famous by Jim Rohn. And, you know, these basic five things, man. Um, the, uh, I just wrote these down and I left them over here. But Jim Rohn used to talk about in the five basic fundamentals of life. Number one, philosophy. These are your thoughts, man. Thoughts create your beliefs. Number two was attitude. It's how you go about your day, how you think about it. Are you walking around bitching, moping? Are you positive? Do you have a good attitude? You come in early, you stay late. Number three, education, which is what we're talking about here. This idea of self-education uh, on top of formal education. I mean, because there's time. Part of your self-education may be enrolling yourself into the proper formal education setting. And that's where you'll learn it the fastest. So it doesn't just mean like learn on YouTube or buy books. It means that, that you're controlling the education versus someone handing you something and saying, okay, here's your four-year plan. Number five, number four that Jim Rohn talked about in the five fundamentals of life was activity. And, uh, you know, you may, you'll hear me say sometimes you don't have to get it right, just get it going. That's what that's about is just jumping off and just swinging and punching and, uh, you know, just working, just pushing or what I call pushing your intent. 
And then Jim talked about number five in the five fundamentals of life is time. And that's, you know, that's the magic of compounding. That's the magic of repetition of, of, of process to develop skills. All of that takes time, whether it be trading, whether it be, especially in the world of like investing, huge time, man. Um, so we talked about this idea that one of the, the potential, typically when you get certifications or things from formal education, is to get you a job, make you a living. It serves its purpose. But then once we get that, once you're doing that, you have to go out and educate yourself. You have to go develop a philosophy on how you're going to handle the money you're going to make and the time that you're going to have, man, because that's two of the three components to becoming a millionaire or becoming financially independent. We talk about this a lot. It's time times amount times yield. And the yield component is what I would say is a lot of self-education, meaning you are going to have to go, look, nobody's going to come to your house, knock on the door and go, oh, hey, look at this wonderful dividend fund that's on sale because of the business cycle. Because interest rates went up, these funds came down. No one's going to do that. You're going to have to run into someone. I mean, I guess I proclaim it and say it out loud, but I, I had to go learn that. You know, my dad didn't come to me and go, oh, hey, Gerald, you should buy this dividend fund. So most of the entrepreneurs that you know about, they're all likely formally educated as well. Mark Zuckerberg went to a, a nice school. Sam Bateman Freed went to MIT. Elon Musk went to a lot of these people, and that's where they network. And, and I'm not saying there's anything against formal education. They just got what they got, so they knew the knowledge. But then they had to step out and educate themselves, where they had to take a different path. But for all successful people, self-education never ends. Not after school, not after success or failure. Life is the classroom. And the only goal is to learn and to grow day after day after day. Okay? And that's that time and that's that compounding aspect of what, we were, what we're talking about here. Philosophy, activity, attitude leads to number four, results. And that's what life is all about, putting the first three together, good philosophy, attitude, high activity to get the ultimate called results. Not to um, beat Jim Rohn quotes, but one of the things Jim Rohn is quoted as saying is that the major value in life is not what you get. The major value in life is what you become. So then the major question is to ask, not what am I getting here? The major question is asked, what am I becoming here? And so as you spend time doing things, as you put yourself into things, situations, as you take on new tasks, new ideas of learning, you got to ask yourself, is this, is the end of this what I want to become? Is this getting me to what I want to do? Do I want to, you know, just earn an average salary? I'm cool with that. One vacation a year. We have a lot of debt. We struggle. We live this paycheck to paycheck thing, month after month, year after year, never actually going any further than that. And I'm cool with that, you know, because if you're cool with that, that's what you're going to get. And the only way you're not going to get that is you're not cool with that, which then means you have to step outside and educate yourself on some of the ways and skills to um, break that cycle. Okay. And that's not going to be easy.
when that takes time, time times amount times yield. <clears throat> so many good quotes there from Jim. If you haven't listened to Jim Rohn, he's an older motivational speaker, but it's always good stuff. And it's not the money or the house that you will bring that will bring you the joy. It is the pride of knowing you earned the money and the house. That is where the value is. And that you can do it again, you know, and that you won't get the money or the house without it, without that value. You won't get any more until you become more. So in order to get the house or to get the car or to do your dream idea, your job, you know, it's not going to just come to you. You're going to have to begin to, you're going to, you ever hear me say that thing is like walk as if, talk as though, like, or what I call forward thinking, forward speak. You're going to have to be the thing you're trying to be. You know, you're not going to arrive at being a good trader. You're not going to arrive at some place. Okay, well, now I'm an investor or now I'm a real estate. It, it's an everyday thing. You're you're never there. You are it today. And you get to decide if you're going to be it tomorrow. Or you can decide that you're not it and you're chasing it. Become the thing you want to be, man. If you don't design your own life plan, chances are you'll fall into someone else's. And guess what? They've planned for you. Not very much, man. Nobody wants to pay you a lot. Let me just let you in on that. Okay? Nobody wants to... Um, Make sure you get a nice trip. Nobody wants to make sure you have an, nobody's doing that for you, man. Nobody cares if you've got money in your 401k, if you're imagining, that's going to be on you. That's on you, man. That's going to be, you don't get to blame anyone. You don't get to say, my daddy didn't teach me. Human resources didn't show me. Not when we live in the world of Google, that excuse has been taken off. If you want anything in life, if you want anything, in life, the responsibility falls on only one person, and that person is you. No one owes you anything. If you want it, you must plan for it. And if you want it, you must sacrifice for it. And if you want it, you must work for it. Don't wait for anyone to give you anything. No handout. Sometimes I talk to you guys are waiting on, oh, I'm waiting on him to fucking uh, pay off my college education. Man, stop. That's your big fucking life plan. Somebody else pays it off for you. Better get up and get your ass to work. Fuck, man. What is wrong with this place? What happened? What did we do to a whole fucking generation, man? We fucking load them up in debt and then made them feel like they ain't got to pay it. It's crazy, man. Where were your parents? That's what pisses me off. I blame my generation for scamming people. It's what it is. One giant scam, man. So we're not waiting. You cannot change your destination overnight, but you can change the direction right now, immediately, from this moment forward. Nothing worthwhile is built overnight. We know that. The overnight success is a myth, but one thing that can change instantly is your attitude. And that was one of the big five, remember? I said number one of the five philosophies of life. Number one was philosophy. Number two, attitude. You can decide in an instant that your life will change. And if you keep that promise to yourself, that could be the moment everything does change. And you can decide enough is enough. And you can decide no more. You can decide from this moment. It only takes a moment. The Bible talks about in the twinkling of an eye. 
That means bam right now. If you're not willing to risk the unusual, you will have to settle for the ordinary. <laughs> Another great Jim Rohn quote, man. Life is a risk. It is a risk to turn down a safe job to go after your dreams. The risk is failure. The risk is embarrassment. The risk is suffering. But perhaps a greater risk is taking the option that will almost certainly lead to regret down the track. Regret is almost guaranteed when you choose the easy option that is far less than your potential or less than the quality of life you dream for yourself. I guess it is pretty obvious that every great success story on this earth is a great risk taker. Great rewards can only come from following great risk. You can't win the raffle unless you bought a ticket. And in the game of success, the ticket is risk. It is the putting yourself out there, putting your fears and reputation on the line, knowing there is a possibility of failure and being brave enough to try anyway. If you don't like how things are, change. You're not a tree. You are not a tree. Many people complain about their situation when they have the power to change it. Whether the change is going to be comfortable or not, and if you have the power to change and you want to change, perhaps the greatest destruction of the human spirit is when we go against our own intuition. Worse is when we go against our intuition and then complain and blame others for our situation. To at least ponder. The challenge of life is to make measurable progress in reasonable time. Measurable progress in reasonable time. First, we don't want to be unreasonable with time. If you and I agree to do something, five minutes later I'm asking you, how are you doing? You say, I haven't left the building yet. You can't ask in five minutes. Five minutes is too soon. That's unreasonable. Now, if I don't ask you for five years, we call that too late. You can't wait five years and you can't go five minutes. Right? You, we all have to learn what is reasonable time to expect somebody to make progress, to grow, to change, to develop. So all of us have to learn, especially if you're going to become leaders, entrepreneurs, if you're going to have management responsibilities and work with people, you've got to understand what is reasonable time. We don't want to be unreasonable with time. Now, many people complain about their situation when they have the power to change it whether the change is going to be comfortable or not. And if you have the power to change and you want to change, change. Perhaps the greatest destruction of human spirit is when we go against our own intuition. Worse is when we go against our own intuition and then complain and blame others for a situation. If you want to change, damn it, change. Take responsibility. Pillar number 10. Take full responsibility for where you are and trust you have the capabilities to learn and grow enough to get where you want to go. Listen, you either control this day or someone else will. I used to tell my son this all the time. What you fail to control will be controlled by somebody else. Jim Rohn used to say, don't say if I could, I would. Say if I can, I will. I like that. When it comes to how we live our lives, all of us, all of us have two choices. We can choose to take control of the day, get on the front foot and believe, or we 
and we can change our reality or we can be at the mercy of our circumstances. Believing we can only respond to reality. I challenge you to find any great human being who allied life to dictate their reality. In other words, a lot of times we're just living in circumstances and we're just responding to events that happen to us rather than creating the momentum and putting out the thoughts and ideas and living by a philosophy where we begin thereby through our attitude, through control of our time, and through just our will and push, we begin to create that momentum for ourselves where we begin to create the things that happen instead of responding to things that happen to us. Great people, happy people, successful people take control of the day. They take control of each moment and try to create a better next moment in each and every action they take. Mentality is everything. You really do decide how reality is served to you. Do you create your own reality or do you wait for life or circumstances to tell you what kind of day you're going to have? The truth is, we're all going to suffer. You get to choose. You get to choose the pain of discipline or the pain of regret and disappointment. We're all going to suffer. Success is nothing more than a few simple disciplines practiced every day. Through that process, repetition is the mother of skill. Over and over and over. Something in stock trading I say a lot. Pick up the bucket, walk up the hill. Pick up the bucket, walk up the hill. It's just repetition and practice. Discipline is everything. And in discipline, there are so many rewards. Those with discipline to follow through consistently are those who will succeed in the end. Discipline is to say no when you need to. The discipline to say yes when you should. The discipline to work hard, the discipline to be consistent in all areas of life, the discipline to sit and learn when it's boring and you don't want to, to stay late when you'd rather be at home, to get up early when you'd rather stay in bed. It is not the huge actions that matter long term. It is those tiny but frequently done over and over, entering exactly when price breaks above X and closing a trade when this happens exactly. It's doing it over and over those tiny moments, those tiny victories, that frequent daily discipline that compounds time times amount times yield over years that will lead you to your greatest success. Success is neither magical nor mysterious. Success is the natural consequence of consistently applying the basic fundamentals over and over. I read a quote that said, you don't get paid by the hour. You get paid for the value you bring to the hour. I once had a plumber tell me, I got the bill and I was like, wow, this is this is a lot. <laughs> and he said, oh, you're not paying for that. You're paying for the 30 years I've been a plumber. <laughs> Those who are paid the most are paid the most because they bring the most value to the fellow humans. There's nothing magical or mysterious about success. It's pretty straightforward uninteresting, definitely unexciting. And that's precisely why most people give up. It is consistency that brings success, not magic. It's not overnight. There are no secrets. You just keep showing up day after day, improving, growing, adding value. And eventually 
when other everyone else quits and you're still pushing, you will be rewarded. Simple as that. You just got to outwork other people. If they're tired, fuck them. Good. If they're cold, good. Hope it gets colder. Hope we get tireder. If it's raining hard and everybody's sad, good. I hope it rains harder. Why? That means everyone else is going to quit and I won't. That's what that means. Don't wish it were easier. Wish it were better. Most people wish life was easier. But life only gets easier when you push yourself to do better. Same as going to the gym. It's really hard to lift 130 pounds until you can lift 150. Once you can lift 150, 130 is pretty easy. Don't even wish you were better. Be prepared to work for better. Be prepared to earn for better. And now, how many years should the child spend in fourth grade? Approximately. About one. You say, well, if they're nice kids, would you give them three or four? You say, no, you can't spend four years in fourth grade. It's unacceptable. We put on the family pressure. We put on peer pressure, right? We put on all kinds of pressure. You can't spend four years in fourth grade. Now, wouldn't that be interesting if we applied the same kind of social pressure all of our lives? What would be acceptable to society for wise investments to have been made by age 30? So that you can really properly take care of yourself and your family. Let's talk about something. Happiness. Sometimes I get people will tell me this idea that if, if you have this philosophy of growing rich or this philosophy of gathering money or wealth of investing, that somehow that isn't fun. Well, then you know what? I don't know what to say. Go fuck yourself. You don't get to have wealth. If you don't think it's fun and it doesn't make you happy to see your 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 shekels, so to speak, grow and your investments and to collect dividends and interest payments and to watch if you don't find if that doesn't make you happy. You know, I don't know what to say, man, because happiness isn't something you postpone for the future. It's something you do right now. I do that. I build wealth because it makes me happy. I keep my money because that makes me happy. Spending it and giving it away and being broke and living paycheck to paycheck makes me unhappy. That is not enjoying life, guys. <clears throat> enjoying life isn't spending all your money and going on a trip, man. If you live a life where the only way you can be happy is you have to go somewhere else, you are a miserable person. You know, I feel sorry for you. You have to go somewhere. You can't be happy right here. You're not happy working. You're not happy with, you know, that's the thing about, you know, most people when it comes to vacation, they're trying to escape something, man. The truth is you need to build something that you don't need to escape from. And then when you go on vacation, it's just fun and joyful out of abundance. Not at, because you need a mental break. One day will never come. If your primary goals are materialistic, because one day always turns into more and never enough. So we got to be fully happy and content right here. But wanting more and desire more at the same time, man, that's the yin and yang. Being grateful, but being ambitious. Being fulfilled and wanting more all at the same time. Being very happy right here. I mean, I don't have to go somewhere. But if I do go, I'm happy there too. You know what I'm saying? Decide you have enough right now. You have enough. Live and feel like you have more than enough. And life will always deliver to you more. Decide that your primary importance of life is not material things, but feelings 
how you feel should always be most important because that is why people chase material things in the first place. That's why they go on vacation in the first place. That's why they need to get away in the first place is they think they will feel better in having them or getting them or going there. Just decide right now, feel better that you have enough, that you're becoming all that you want to be. Like right now in this moment, because all we got is the next one. And see, the only way it's going to work is if each moment, these tiny moments are all stacked up, man. Think about a one-minute chart. Well, five on the one-minute chart makes a five. You know, and a couple, what, six minutes, six, five, bar, six bars on the five-minute make a 30. Or 30 on the one-minute, right? It's fractal. But it's those tiny little bits that make it, Okay. So decide you have enough, live and feel that you have more than you need. Sometimes if you're ever with me, you'll hear me say, I'm rich. That's me expressing. But here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not at all, man. I want two times, 10 times, 20 times. And yet I am. Because as I am, I am that I am, man. As I am, like attracts like. The wealthier get richer. The poorer get poorer. Jesus even said this. Show said, Mr. Owen, if you wish to be wealthy, study wealth. Just jot that down. If you wish to be wealthy, study wealth. When he said that, I said to myself, my gosh, I don't know anybody that studies wealth. Where am I going to learn it? He said, never mind. Now that you've gone to work for me, get this little book, Richest Man in Babylon. He said, I will teach you how to become wealthy. I got the book. He taught me. By the time I'm 31, I'm a millionaire. I'm telling you, I, I recommend it. If you wish to be wealthy, study wealth. I would have learned it sooner, just didn't know. In high school, if they would have offered wealth one, wealth two, I'd have taken both classes. I wouldn't have waited until I was 25 and broke. Here was the next phrase. Shove said, Mr. Owen, if you wish to be happy... Study happiness. What a revelation that was. I didn't know happiness was a study. My best hope for happiness at age 25 was to just go through the day with my fingers crossed. Hoping some would make me a little happier. Happiness is not by chance. Happiness is by choice. Happiness is a study. Happiness is a practice. Happiness is not an account. It's not a bank account. Happiness is an art, and anybody that wants to can study the art of weaving their own happiness like weaving a tapestry, if you're interested. Hey, thanks for listening to the Money Flow Trading Society's podcast, Master in the Trade, with your host, me, Gerald Peters. If you'd like to find out more about me, our organization, just visit G-E-R-A-L-D-P-E-T-E-R-S dot info. That's Gerald Peters dot info. As always, you can find me on Instagram at fullauto11. And hey, while you're there, click my bio link and get a completely free copy of my ebook. You don't have to die broke. How ordinary people can achieve ordinary, extraordinary wealth. God bless.